Yes. Yes, they are. Do yes, you know? I'm trying to. He's got hold of the. No, he hasn't. I've got it. He had hold of the, the thingy. Well, we should be fine. Everyone else can hear us at least. That's good. Like, do you know what I mean? I don't know if they can anymore. They actually can, Tom. Trust me, even I know that. <laughs> so, hello to our three current listeners at the moment as well. They should be able to still hear us. Welcome to the wildest night. Welcome to the show. wildest night at this point. Do you know what I mean? This is absolutely... <laughs> oh, so, speaking... This is a perfect time, because, like, speaking of which, like... Like I said, I ordered that bucket of chips, which, like, luckily, luckily made it somewhat of a decent meal. size. No, decent-sized meal. I didn't say decent meal, because it was not great either. Right. Um, oh, that's the thing. I feel like maybe this is just where I'm from, and maybe this shows what my kind of standard is. But I, whenever somewhere has, like, a jug of water... Right. What is... I'll read it, don't worry. Tom, I'll read that. I'm just... It's I'm our manager, it's completely now. fine. Um, but I feel like whenever someone comes with a jug of water in a restaurant for free, I, I, I don't know why it feels a bit fancier to me. Well, it's not really fancy, is it? Water is like the most bare bones thing you can drink. That is true, to be fair. That is true. Like, we should be all all right anyway. This is just... <laughs> It's the weirdest week I've ever had. This is, I don't know. I mean, haven't you, have you had food poisoning before? I feel like I've asked you this already. I don't know if I have or not. I might have. I reckon I have before, but I've just not noticed. What are the symptoms of food poisoning? Because like, don't people go to hospital because of it? They can do, to be fair. I think it's basically like, I think it's similar to symptoms of a migraine, but like worse than that. Like, you know, like the symptoms of a migraine are, right? Like some people get really sick, they faint. I'm one of them. Not so much anymore, but it used to happen all of the time. I mean, maybe, maybe this week, me just waking up at two is because I've had food poisoning twice. Yeah, maybe, to be fair. I, I put a pizza and some garlic bread in the, the oven last night. And I think I put the pizza in for too long. Well, how long did you put it in for? Is it the one that we bought together? No, it was I bought one on yesterday. Right, Maybe right. that's why, because I bought it the same day I cooked it. Right, okay. Let it freeze. Okay. No, that's very fair, to be honest. I mean, it depends. Oh, oh, do you know what? I'm sorry, it just reminded me, I really want a Domino's pizza. I would love a Domino's pizza. We should order a Domino's pizza. When? Whenever. Tonight, my house. <laughs> Be there. Pain. You're paying because I don't want to. <laughs> that is you with every single thing, honestly, on the air. Yeah, like, I'm pretty it sure. Works. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Not for me. Yes, it does. How many times have I. I feel like this is going back to a throwback of the Night Arts episode that we did. But how many times have I refused to get you a drink? A lot less than the times you have bought me a drink. Yeah, but I still refuse. Yeah, but nine times out of ten. I like doing stuff, that's why. Right. I like doing cool. stuff. I like filling up my time. Cool. But, hey, I mean, this has been the most laid-back night almost, I feel like. It's, like, turned into... Well, it seems like it's... the most hectic night. It's definitely been hectic, but also it seems like it's been the most laid-back kind of night, in the sense that it's gone from, like, peak stress, and now we're kind of just, now like, we're just talking. giving up. If, no, we have not given up. Speak for, speak for yourself. <gasps> Who is that? Si- you remind me. I don't know why. And it's got nothing against you being a ginger Tom. Right. But there is something about your facial hair that I can see from across the table. You remind me of a certain serial character. 
I don't. I don't know who no it's. Is it the, who you're on about? I don't know. It's not Kellogg's or anything like that. Cause they didn't really, well, they had like the rooster, but not. You just ah. Oh, I need to find it later. I think it's some kind of oat cereal, oat based cereal. Not. I don't think it's wheat bix, but there is someone that you remind me of that used to at least appear in the adverts. I don't know about that unless you're talking about that monster, monster puffs. Monster puffs. Is that what it was called? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, no, you might be right. Is it the the um the yellowish yeah, kind of one? Yes. Thing. That is who you kind of remind me of. It is to be fair the lighting, because obviously your facial hair isn't blonde or anything. Well it kinda is, to be fair. Got highlights. What do you mean high? I took one little hairdressing online course during lockdown and I suddenly think I'm a hairdresser. I am nowhere near it at all. Although it is would this be what fun. you're on about. Because this is Wait, go on. This is the ultimate yeah. insult. <laughs> the the honey like puffs, that. the honey puffs. You do look like the monster from Honey nah. Puffs. You do. Nah, no, just your facial hair from over here, over the counter. You really it's ridiculous. Did. <laughs> oh That's my just god! Insulting. Actually, to call me the Honey Puffs monster. <laughs> I know. I'm insulting the poor monster. Bless, bless the monster. Hope you well, but. <laughs> Hey, I mean, hey, I always look like the Green Giant. I don't know about that one. <laughs> Why not? Because the Green Giant, first off, is, is huge. Yeah. And he's got a ton of muscles. Oh, yeah, there you go. You're small and fat. <laughs> I am fun-sized. Fun-sized. Don't you love it as well when, like, chocolates call themselves, like, fun-sized, like the celebrations? Well, it's, like, two two squares bigger. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not fun size, is it? It's just more. But that's what they call it though. It's like, oh, this is fun size. And like, listen, the larger it is, the more fun it is because it means I get to eat more because I am greedy. Right. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> what would you say your appetite's though like, Tom? Non-existent. Non-existent? I barely eat. Really? Yeah. I mean, I eat when I need to. Fair enough, though, yeah. Fair I enough. I should probably eat more. I definitely feel... I eat whenever I'm hungry. Yeah. I definitely feel like my appetite, like, fluctuates. Like, I feel like today I've eaten quite a bit. But then I feel like it's mainly whenever we're rehearsing. This is what... It's like going on to the block weeks for Darknet, coming to Derby Theatre in May time. Is it 28th and 29th? I believe, isn't I it? So. Something like that, I isn't I know you're on the marketing team. Yes, I know, but I still need to... Anyway, we'll talk about that off the air. But, like... <laughs> but... I feel like that's where my appetite is going to just, like, completely, like, just, like, go hit rock bottom. Right. Yeah. And I, I think it's just because it's the idea of, like, I'm working on something. Um, So we should be fine. Who are you typing to now? Dude, Josh, I think... What's going on now? Nothing. He's asking me a question. He's allowed to ask. Oh, dear God. <laughs> I mean, after today, it was more than allowed to ask what's going on. Well, I just want to say, in my defense, I haven't done anything. I've just come in here, sat down, started talking. Yeah, that is fair though, on you. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fine. He's just making sure that everything's all right. Right. Is thingy, and it is. He was just making sure that something is green, and it is green, which means it's good. Right. So that's good. That's, yeah. <laughs> green giant. I definitely, I mean, who who do you think, if, oh, this sounds like one of those questions you get a sleepover at like three in the morning when you can't sleep. Right. If I was a food, like any kind of food, what would I be? Meatball. <laughs> Why a meatball? I don't Please know. explain. It's the first thing that came to my head. I don't know what you would remind me of at all because you like 
I mean, how do how do I explain Tom to the listeners? You are very tall, pessimistic. <laughs> I feel like you're some kind of wheat. How is wheat pessimistic? I don't know. It just gives me that. I don't want to say. I hate the word. You know, I hate the word. But vibe. But it just gives me that. Like you're very. Please tell me you know what I mean by saying that. I don't know if you're very dry. That's the word I'm looking for. You're dry. dry. Like you've got like a dry sense of humor about everything. You're not one of them that's like you know, we're hey, we're hey, cheesy, cheesy. You're very just like deadpan and dry for humor. But it's funny to me. Right. Cool. <laughs> do you see what I mean? Like, how do you not know it's a dry delivery of that? But I'm just tired. That's why. <laughs> Are you always tired? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I mean, it's university like it's quite hard. It is really. Please Uni's be... easy. Why do you think university is easy? Because all you have to do is cheat. Well, that's just so wrong of you. What? That's just so wrong of you. Well, it's it's working. Don't you dare. This is what I get kicked out of the uni. You just see, I can't understand. You need to stop doing sarcasm to me because I'm not going to be able to understand it. Well, yeah, but that's my dry sense of humour, isn't it? <laughs> Supposedly, I am the worst. Though, to be I don't fair. understand how you like can't tell that's a joke because it's okay. So let me explain this to everybody else. The way that Tom is looking at me, pretty much, is that like he's just looking at. He's like, I don't think I've seen you blink the entire time. Your mouth I don't is blink. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need to. You've got the definition of like the most plain face possible. If this was any kind of different format of a show, I would put one of those plain face emojis up there because that is literally how you look. Right. Cool. And you don't change your tone, you don't change your don't delivery, your pace, your anything else about yourself. Which is great because I know that you're always being yourself, but I'm the terrible person to pick up sarcasm. This is, I mean, this is the exact opposite of how I talk to people at home. You could have just been saying all sorts and I wouldn't have picked it up. I could just say whatever I want. Yeah. And no one will know if it's the truth or not. Well, that's not true. That is not true. Well, how can you tell? It's just nah. Oh, I tell you you what, if I don't pick it up, do you know who does pick it up? Do you remember when we went to that one bar, me, you and Jess, many moons ago, and you two were having a massive argument about if Stoke is in Staffordshire or not. And then that guy, that highway made to this man, before he was even able to order any drinks, just straight up, just came over and just let you have it. It's just ridiculous, because I was joking the entire time. But did you see what I mean when it says no one can tell? Even in places like that, Tommy, like a bar where people drink and have like nibbles. Oh, I love that word, nibbles. It's just a word, isn't it? But he let you have it that night. I'm sorry he did. It was so funny. I just don't get how he couldn't tell. We should go back there. It was really nice in there. It's not bad. We should go back sometime. All what right. is it called? Just Bishop to let everyone Blaise. know. Bishop Place. Is that what it's called? The one well, on... Bishop Blaze or something. Or Blaze or something. It's a It's across the street from the distillery place. If anyone... I mean, I feel like everyone should know what that is, to be fair. It's not exactly across the street, but it's on that street. On the opposite side. It's almost very across the street. It's like almost parallel. It's down the road from the Friary. But it's down the road from Friary. And the Pop World, yeah. We haven't been Pop World in ages. I just keep hearing bad things about it. Mm. Well, we need to go back sometime. I've only been once. I do love a pub though because they also do give out like nibbles like because for me like even just like if I look to my left right now like these kettle crisps are like very common in pubs was you a pub kid no you wasn't at all no I <laughs> first time I went to a pub 
to, mm-hmm. to like drink and not just on my way home from somewhere to get some food. Yeah. Was when I was 18. Right, right. Every other time, the only time I went into pubs was to have some food. That is crazy to me. You know, inside like the small remote pub that doesn't have much room for seating. Because this is my thing. I can always always tell someone was a pub kid by this. I asked them, when you were tired, but the adults weren't ready to go home yet, did they get two stools and put a coat or something above you, like a blanket, so that way you could sleep? If the answer is yes, you was a pub kid. You just don't sleep. (laughs) You stay awake. No, no, no. What I mean is, so like what used to happen is that if all the adults went and you had like kids with them, which normally for me when I was younger, it would be with my grandparents and like me and my two cousins. Right. If any of us were tired, they would get two of these tiny little bar stools and not like a regular size bar stool. I mean like the ones that like are shaped like a bar stool, but like for actual normal tables. Right. Put two of them together. We'd la- lay across it. One of them would get their coats. It was usually one of the lads that did it. Put one of their coats across like a blanket, and that's how the kids would sleep because the adults wouldn't be ready to go home yet. But I just, I, I didn't go to a pub when I was a kid. Literally, the only time I went to a pub was for pub grub. That was it. Oh, pub grub is good though. To be fair, but we just didn't. We just didn't think of you know we'll head down to the pub for a meal. No, 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 not like a meal. But I mean, like they would go for like a few little drinks. Yeah, no one in my family really drinks that much. Ah, that's fair. Well, my side of family so, depends. Because, yeah. like, my mum's side definitely doesn't drink, but this is on my dad's side of family, and all of them are quite heavy drinkers. Right, well. They're, like, the typical, like, British pub kind of family. I mean, good memories, though, to be fair. I still remember, like, playing darts or, like, playing in their, quote-unquote, like, beer garden, which was, like, this field filled with, like, two benches and dog poop on the sides. Like, well, it, Yeah, that's just normal, though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like, it was no... It was nothing special, but it was... It was special to me. Right. Well, <laughs> that just sounds amazing. I know, that is great to be fair. I tell you what, I feel like we should head out for one more quick break and then we'll try and get back on and I think we should finish this for today. Yes. That is brilliant. So I'm hoping that we'll be able to get ourselves sorted. So hopefully we'll see you all after the break. Broadcasting across campus and online. This is Phantom Radio. You're listening to Phantom Radio. Live from Kettleston Rank. From one great song to another. This is Phantom Radio. Phantom Radio. We play the music. We play this.
from one great song to another. This is Phantom Radio. Phantom Radio. We are back, and that is fantastic. I was just, of course, ranting about work as usual. Yes. And I absolutely love that for me. But anyways, we are back, Tom. Yes, we are. <laughs> Again, you have got such a dry, like, uh, oh, I was going to say dry appearance, but that just sounds really but rude. I'm just out of it today. What is going on? Please explain. I don't know what's going on anymore. It has been a crazy day for the pair of us. We feel like we've had a watchtower go over us the entire yeah, time. I woke we've up had at, technical I woke up issues. At two in the morning and then two in the afternoon. I seriously think it could be some kind of food poison that you've had. I don't know what it is. I don't like it, though. Oh, dear. Anyway, let's move on. We'll just move on from it. But um, do you know what? I feel like just to end it for today, we should try and have like more positive... A more positive conclusion to this, what I call, I'm going to call it a chaotic neutral episode if we're doing like the nine squares of energy, whatever that's called. I cannot remember. I don't know what you're on, levels of tension or something. No, that's, (laughs) that's theater. I'm talking more like what they talk about in terms of people's energy, not on like TV, films, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) No idea. (laughs) But um, I would say like, well, what are your what are your best experiences you've ever had with like food or like anywhere you've gone to for food? Because I could, like I said, besides the whole pub kids kind of thing when I was younger, I could name a decent amount. I don't know. I just I haven't gone to that many restaurants or anything. Well, for where's food. like where's like your comfort place to go to for food then? Me nan's house. Oh, that is cute. Because every time we go, she does pizza or spaghetti bolognese. Hmm. And either way, I know she's going to make garlic bread. That is And cute. I'll eat all of the garlic bread. Oh, garlic bread is lovely, though, to be fair. I absolutely love garlic bread. That is starting to make more sense, then, why you love Italian food so much that you said it was your favourite. Do you think it's, like, anything to do with, like, your memories back at your nan's well, house? Maybe. Maybe back at my nan's house. Just every time we go. You still go? Yeah. I love that. Well, at least once a year. That's from cool. time to time. Oh, bless. No, actually, to be fair, I was going to say more like just at my mum's house in general, but also my nana's house does have some amazing roast dinners there. Sorry, mum, if you're listening. She won't be. But sorry if she was listening. I love, I feel like my nana can make like the best roast dinner and I do not want to question anyone else's nana, including yours, Tom. Right. But this is where she, she makes the perfect roast dinner because here's the thing. She doesn't care about the presentation at all. She cares about the amount. See, it may not look like it's meant to taste nice as a roast dinner. It might look quite amateur, but she piles and piles anything on top of each other. Like, literally, you're walking with a tower, essentially, full of, like, your meat, your veg, your Yorkshire puddings, your potatoes, your any, like, gravy or mint sauce or apple sauce or what you have as well with it. Like, she goes down like it's Christmas every single year. It's amazing. I don't really like Sunday dinners. You don't? Nah. Ooh, get into this one. Go on. I Tell just, me all about it. Because you, you always have them on a Sunday, don't you? Yeah. So you always know what we're having for tea. Mm-hmm. Sunday dinner. Yeah. It just gets boring after 21 years of nothing but Sunday dinners for a Sunday. Well, okay. So if like for me, for example, like, like I'm, I'm assuming then that you've had them pretty much every single day, like every single Sunday. Yeah. And then sometimes during the week as well as on a Sunday. See, I don't know what, like, kind of 
background necessarily you come from in terms of your family. But I will say with mine, we actually didn't have roast dinners every Sunday because probably both of them, if not one of them at the very minimum, was always working. Right. So like no one was there to make any roast dinners when I was like much younger at all. Because normally for me when I was a kid, if, if it was not both of them at work, it was always one does the morning, one does the night. They never meet pretty much. Right. So I don't feel like I commonly had a roast dinner, which is probably why I end up going to my nan's quite a bit as well. He used to live up the road from me. I miss that area so much. I know I always talk about Nottingham, but I do miss living down there sometimes. Yeah, well, you know, it's where you grew up, innit? I know, I know. I think it just brings me back memories of literally like a little five-minute walk up there. Because here's the thing. So I used to live basically on a hill, right? Right. In the suburbs. I live towards, like, the middle part of it. My middle part, like, here. Hello! <laughs> See, this one I'm about being a hairdresser. Anyway, sorry. So, I used to live on, like, the middle part of the hill where it did, like, a little break before it went back up again. And my nan lived at the very top of the hill, which is quite matronly, if you think about it. Like, you know, right. very all-powerful. Um, so, I, I'd, I'd seen that and I was like, oh, that's great. So, it's like a five-minute walk up there. It reminds me of, like, Peppa Pig. Yeah. In that sense, like it Just was up on the hill. Yeah, literally, that's what it was like. Surrounded by nothing. Exactly, it was fantastic as well. Like I just walked up there, and then you to the walking up was always the most annoying part, though, because obviously it's uphill. But then, like downhill afterwards, after a full belly and all of that, lot, I had to go straight back home. But usually, it would be like a one one Sunday a month where they might both be free because they were both always working. But I just have whatever I'm given really at home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, usually just frozen <laughs> meals and pasta. Oh, wow, really? See, that's what I feel like I've done now. I I would have thought, like, not just coming to university, but just in general, that I would have been more like a better cook, let's just say. Right. But the thing is, it's that I've ended up making the most basic stuff, whereas in my family, they like to go in on food constantly. And I feel like even though I did learn how to cook from them, I don't think I've necessarily retained onto the memory at all. I mean, I've done more cooking at uni than I would do at home. Oh, yeah. No, of course. I'm exactly the same boat. Like, I learned how to cook at home, but I never actually made all of it. I, still, I think I made, like, one roast in a one I time. still eat a ton of frozen foods. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I, I make and cook my own burgers now. Mm-hmm. I do omelettes and stuff. Oh, omelettes are nice. Mushroom omelette? No. Oh, Okay. That's about it. That's about all I cook. I, so my thing is, is like, maybe this is just how bad my thing is, but I, I will usually have the most basic breakfast or I end up getting that breakfast thing I mentioned earlier on in the show. And then I will probably most likely always have lunch out. I think today's one of the few exceptions where I didn't have lunch out. And even then I made myself a chicken Caesar salad, which was nice. And then I know I, I've actually really been into salads recently. Right. Oh my gosh, I love the I love that sentence. I've really been in salads recently. I really, really have, right? This is called a health journey for me, but I have. And then dinner is usually the one that I always have at home, including a dessert. And dessert is always entertained with me watching some kind of movie or something as well. But I I don't go in at all for breakfast. Lunch is usually out, and if it's not, it's quite simple. But dinner for me is like the big like haha. Like I've ended up buying too many ingredients for one person essentially yeah. but i will keep doing it because i will end up now just like using it to meal prep with 
which has been quite useful. Like the amount of times I've overcooked by accident. And I'm like, oh, I've made basically three meals worth. If I have one now, I can have two another time. But if I save it in some kind of container, I can then go and reheat it all later. And it's well, fantastic. I'm a, I'm a bit different there. Because mm-hmm. if I make too much, I'll eat it. Yeah. Because I'm not wasting that food. Yeah, no, I mean, if honestly, if I am hungry, then that gives me an opportunity to eat that food as well. Don't get me wrong. But I usually will sometimes just be like, even if I just leave like one out because i just i don't know what it is i'm just not good at making portion sizes at all it's absolutely it's awful it really is i'm usually all right doing portion sizes but i still do too much yeah well i still eat it though well actually someone kind of liked maybe this sounds really gross but someone had taught me something recently like if they're making something they will get like out whether it's frozen or fresh whatever they will get all of that that they know is going to be ended up being cooked. So, like, if they've cut everything, they've cut everything, that's great. Right. But they'll pull it all and either their plate or their bowl, and it helps them to visualise what it will look like when it's done. That's a bit weird, but okay. And then, obviously, they'll cook it, and then, like, it, it will be exactly the same. Because, like I said, they're just grabbing what they've already, like, cut up and prepped, and then just put it in the oven or whatever, and then take it out, whatever. And they're done. Which I thought, that's actually quite useful for someone who, I would say, like me, is more of a visual learner well i'm more there's visual auditory and then what's the other one that's more like interactive begins with a k i don't know there is a certain one i think i'm more of that one and begins with a k i'll if anyone knows at all please let us know but i think in terms that i'm definitely i can be quite visual as well at the same time which i think explains why i'm the other one the more interactive one um so i think that actually really helps out as well is are we giving out cooking tips i don't know have you got any cooking tips no not really just, no, <laughs> just go for it. No, actually, to be fair, I and make sure it's cooked before you put it in your mouth. Oh yeah, that is true. That is true. I... Have you made that mistake? I have. Oh, have you actually? I, I thought he was about to just go no again. No, go I made on. it once last year. I put some like battered fish in the uh, in the oven. Oh yeah. I took it out and it was still cold. So I started eating it and I was like, oh, it can't be that bad. <laughs> And then I just spat it out because I was like, nah, this is going to get me sick. Okay, for a sec, if you had told me you had swallowed it, I would have generally been convinced that you had food poisoning right there and then. Nah, mate, this was last year. People from Stoke, your immunity system is built different. Which, do whatever. I love that. I mean, the oat cake, it wasn't even supposed to be for humans. Was it not? No. Who's it meant to be for? Horses. Oh, wait, till I tell my aunt, she'd be quite offended. Oat cake is worth a horses. Yeah. And it's it's something that you feed to a horse because it, it's, you know, good for them. Yeah, yeah. And then the stokies were just like, well, what if you put a bit of cheese on it? Is it got cheese on it as well? You can put whatever you want on it. That's crazy. There's one where it's a full English breakfast oat cake. Food is wild. The oat you know? cake's wild. The oat no cake one is knows wild. And I haven't had one in about a year now. That's my new Tinder bio. The oat cakes are wild. Yes. Do you know what I mean? That is brilliant. Um, I guess if we was to um, leave out any cooking tips, I mean, I definitely think that whole visualising one was, I mean, I always end up washing it again just in case. You know what I mean? Like, so like if I do like on the plate of raw food of what it will look like and then I cook it, I'll end up washing that plate again anyway just because to me that might still potentially, even if it's like the tiniest little micro bit that has a potential bit of my like raw food on it. Do you know what I mean? That's kind of what I do with my burgers because I... I make them and then I put them on the plate. And then after that, it's sort of like 
but I can't use that plate now. Yeah. Even when I've taken them off. So I just leave it for a day and I put them on a different plate. Oh, yeah. And I definitely say as well, because I tried to make this a lot last year. If, if read, read the back of it and stick to it. Don't just try and assume that if you could turn it up a bit higher on the heat, that it could be less minutes. No, honestly, follow it. I just put it in regardless of whatever it says on the back. <laughs> just 13 minutes, 13 minutes. Get a timer. That's a good bit of advice. Oh, get a timer. Use I mean, I mean, yeah. I was just gonna say, literally, my phone. It probably has one from like twelve minutes when when I made food earlier. I just, I just put it in whenever I need it. Exactly. Yeah. Don't try and assume that you can be better than the cooking instructions. Because yeah. trust me, you can't. Also, you know, I mean, what else could you say? I mean, here's the worst thing. I think we're probably coming about it from two people who've lived in student halls. Yeah. So cooking feels like a different experience because, like, for example, earlier I wanted to make some food and I couldn't use the bottom part of my oven because someone else is using it. And it wasn't it wasn't like I could even just be like, oh, it's the same heat. It's fine. No, it was two completely different things. You've got to like time it and stuff. You have. You've really got time. Also, I usually do it where I will write down if I start at this time and this takes this many minutes and this takes this many minutes. I do like the maths beforehand. So if I had like an example at all, that would be great but basically i would just i do it's almost like an equation right you know of just like being like okay so if meat takes this long to cook okay we'll start at this time we'll cook the meat then and then when the meat's this many minutes cooked in maybe that's when the veg needs to be cooked because by the time the meat will be finished the veg will also be fully cooked as well and you know so on and so on whatever you add on you know what i mean so it's it's i'd say definitely for a fact do that um also seasoning right season everything I'll just put salt on stuff. Yeah, but salt's not really a seasoner. It, I mean, it is. I'm talking like, like just an example, like basil, paprika, even like parsley. peppermint, parsley, yeah. Chives. Chives, ooh, Those yeah. Those are the only two I've used. <laughs> salt. I do end up, te- I do end up using a lot of like, basil's more of like a meat kind of thing especially red meat it's mainly red meat like basil is but like paprika is for like your spices for like anything with like pasta like some kind of noodle some kind of like rice and everything like it's just just put it on whatever yeah don't be afraid of it i think sometimes some people are afraid of it because they think like it's gonna be too much but like i honestly would rather have too much flavor than not enough flavor because I think that's where the whole, what we talked about earlier about nutritional value coming in. Yes. If it doesn't feel like, <laughs> if there's not enough nutritional value in it, there's probably not enough flavour in it either, to be fair. Because I feel like you definitely benefit from the whole something being a bit sweet or a bit sour, a bit savoury. You know what I'm saying? I can kind of get it. Yeah. Also, also, I know probably no one should be making this mistake. I didn't make this mistake, but someone what we both know did. If you had bought something that's in Frozen... Pull it in the fr- actually Josh will know who this person is as well. If you've put if you've bought something from a frozen area in a shop, pull it in the frozen area of your well, home. Why wouldn't you put it in the freezer? Well, that's you the thing, Josh. Went, the right. So, sorry, I went off mic for a second. And but when um, so me and Josh know somebody, and you know him as well, right? And they had bought something that was frozen, but they'd pull it in the fridge. Well, then you've just ruined it. Exactly. So they went to go use it one time to contribute to something for a meal and they couldn't end up using it because they put it in the wrong place. Well, it it was in Frozen anyway. Why weren't you putting Frozen? I don't know. Don't ask me. I've never, even I've never made that mistake. And that's saying something. It's ridiculous. Absolutely. Like, it's... 
<laughs> I mean, I do feel bad in that sense as well. But also at the same time, I would have thought even that was obvious as well. It's kind of like, do you know what it reminds me of? What? You won't know this person, but someone that I used to work with before. I was like, okay, if I go do this one job, do you want to mop the floor, for example? Right. And they asked like, oh, um, how do I fill up a mop bucket? What do you mean, how do you fill up a mop bucket? You put water well, in Well, that's it. why I put like hot water in and put some floor cleaner in, right? Like yeah. just enough, not just too much because otherwise it gets too soapy. Right. Right. And then I remember going to the kitchen a few like minutes after I did and I looked and I was like, it was still not anywhere near done. So I was, I was like, oh, is everything all right? Because I, I, I don't feel like I'm, I'm, I'm not horrible to work with in that sense. Thank God. Probably because I've experienced it way too much. But um, basically, I was just like, oh, is everything all right? And they'll say like, yeah, I'm, I'm still confused. And I think it's because they probably came from somewhere where it, they've probably left life a bit easier. I'm not saying like I, I haven't had an easy life because I definitely have. But I was always taught like, because for me, my, up, up, my upbringing was always very like, I don't expect you to do all these things whilst you're living here, but you are going to have to if you want to leave the house, if oh, you want to no, move out. Oh, completely different. Why? What's yours like? I just sit around and do nothing. And my <laughs> mum does it. And then my mum moans at me because I'm doing nothing and then I offer to do something. Oh, no. it's, it's like that's, uh, yeah. I mean, I always just say like, I will clean up my messes and I will help out if it's too much. But like, you know, I'm a guest, but I'm going to stay treat that place like he's a guest. But that's because... I've normally been the friend where I've let people stay at mine and they've always left it messy. And yes. I'm not expecting you to like run an entire operation, like clean operation, but I do expect... Yeah, but it's got to be clean. Even if you just leave like a plate near a sink. You know what I mean? So that way I don't have to go like running around the house or wherever yeah. I'm living just to just to find it, you know? But, oh, well, that doesn't really matter anyway. I feel like I love that I've just said like, oh, let's leave it on a positive note and, and I've just, just kind of it moaned. <laughs> We can tell we're English sometimes because that is a massive stereotype. But it is it is true to be fair. But um anyway, thank you so much everyone listening today. This has been a wild journey of an episode about food. And thank you so much for listening in. And we should be back next week as well, regular times on the Friday, seven till nine. So say goodbye, Tom. Goodbye. <laughs>